0: Kia um, ora I have the honour of finishing and wrapping up the XS uh, series today because we have the guest speaker next week. Um, I thought I had a week, but nope. So be ready in and out of season, amen? Um, <laughs> so um, if you're visiting or you're new here, um, my name is Poro. Uh, so I'm just going to, a little bit about myself. Um, I am the creative pastor here. Um, I also have the privilege of leading this church alongside my amazing husband, Pastor Ant. Uh I am a proud Cook Islander. So um, to let you know that this was done, I think, a week and a half ago. It has calmed down a little bit, but it, I'm dressed like I'm dressed for summer because it's coming, but I'm actually really cold up here because it's, it's still cold out there. Yeah. Um, but it's just because I can't wear anything over it yet um, and I think um, if you want to know more about what it means and stuff like that um, I am number seven in the whole world I guess that has um, got this where the tattooist is bringing back the Cook Island culture um, so yeah if you want to know more talk to Pastor dance. he knows more about it than I do I just wear it. So yeah, I had somebody go to me, wow, that's an amazing lace, went to touch it, and oh no, that's your skin. So <laughs> it's a little bit interesting, um, but let's get into it. Um, I am one of 12 children in, in my family. Um, I have eight brothers and three sisters, um, and then in my own family, I have one husband, and <laughs> that's always good, and I have seven, oh, we have seven children. Um, we've added, so we have a son-in-law and a daughter-in-law, as well as four grandchildren. Um, so I was born in the Cook Islands, um, but I was bred in Auckland. So I lived in Māngere for over 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> um, then we moved to Hamilton in 2003 and became part of this church um, in 2004. So yeah, we're part of the furniture now. Um here I am known as mum to the children, the youth, um, the young adults, and weirdly the adults as well. They they you know it's a bit weird when somebody your own age kind of calls you mum, but we roll with it. Amen. Uh, <laughs> but um I love music, people, traveling, being creative, uh, learning about all cultures, and most of all, I love food. Amen. Yeah. Um, but I don't like, what I don't like is creepy crawlies and bugs. So watch out because I've got a powerful fist if you try to, you know, sneak up with a, with a spider or something. Because, yeah, I've learned, I've got big brothers. So, you know, um, I had to learn to defend. As well as sweat. I don't like sweat because I don't like exercise. So yeah, I, 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 yeah. people are trying to get me to do yoga and walk up the Hakari matas. I'm like, oh, praise Jesus. He gave me the answer to say no, yeah, <laughs> because I do not like sweat. Um, but seriously, today I want to keep things real and talk about an issue that we all, men, women, children, youth, um, our little kids, um, will inherit because it's a culture, and uh, that's been around for quite a long time. So you're wondering, okay, which culture are you talking about? It's wearing coats. So yeah, you're like, what, that's a culture? Yeah, because when it's cold, what do we do? We put on a coat. And um, if you're like me, when you wear white, and of course you love food, what happens when you wear white plus food? It goes all over here. So what do you do to cover it up? You wear a coat, um, as well as the fact that us ladies love to shop for very nice coats. As you can tell, these are all mine. Sorry, Pastor ants. I, I do need more. Yeah, <laughs> but um, <laughs> what I mean is, if you look good in it, you're gonna buy it, amen? So yes, it's, that's, that's a culture we have. Um, There are also coats of identity that we wear, and um, those are the ones that I want to talk about today. Um, How many coats of identity are you wearing? What do they represent? And are you wearing a coat to hide your messed up life? Um, If you want a title for the message today, um, I named it, Your Mess is Excess. Because I was trying to go with the excess thing. So, yeah. Um, Father, I just want to thank you, Lord God, for this moment, Father. Lord God, um, it's an honor and a privilege, Lord God, to bring your word. So, Father, I ask that, Lord God, you be my mouthpiece today, Father. That, Lord God, the word that comes before um, this congregation, Father God, may it be in season. Father, may it come out as truth and grace, Father God. Father, we thank you for your anointing on this place. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right, so I have a question. How many of us have seen like a mess, a big mess, a little mess, a tiny mess, just smelly mess, just messes? Now, how many of you will say, oh my goodness, that is such a beautiful mess. Hold on, somebody get my phone. I'm just going to take a photo, I'm going to put it on Instagram, I'm going to put it on Facebook. Said nobody ever right? Because if you're like me, you yell and scream at your children to go and get the cleaning products and clean up that mess. Because it's not a beautiful mess, it's a mess. Amen? <laughs> so, we all have a past. And while my past was very messy, um, like real messy as in like a capital M, um. And because of my messy life, I covered it up by putting on some coats, spiritual coats is what I'm talking about. So I'm going to show you visually um, four of the most significant coats I wore for a very, very, very long time. Um, These coats represented my identity. So these coats became my excess. So the first coat I have, my lovely assistant, the first coat that um, I want to reveal is a thief. I can put it on without ripping it, Auntie, you need to buy me another one if I do. Uh, <laughs> so the first coat represents a thief. The second coat represents a liar. I'm just going to, um, and I will answer these as I go. Um, I did this. Uh, I guess this last year in our series, a beautiful mess. This is my testimony, by the way. Um, I just chose it. To, I chose to do it in a different way. So um, the second one is liar. The third one is shame. Um, there is all sorts of shame out there that we carry. Um, it's big or small, um, but yeah. All in all, it's a shame that we do carry. Um, and just reminding you that these are spiritual coats that I have worn basically for a very long time. The last um, is a big one. Um, it's a murderer. And you're like, what? You? you? <laughs> uh, what do you mean? Um, but uh, before I answer those, in the Bible... There are a few stories that mention coats, um, but the one that really caught my attention, uh, the story that made me look at myself, was the story of a blind man named Barimaeus. Um, If you could grab your uh, Bibles or your devices and put on your Bible app um, and turn with me to Mark in the New Testament, uh, chapter 10, verses 46 to 52 is what we're going to read. And I like the New Living Translation because I can understand it. Um, Yeah, King James just a little bit hard for me. But yes, amen and amen. Um, So again, that's Mark um, chapter 10, verses 46 to 52. And we've got it on the, I'm not quite sure if you can actually see that. I tried to make it as big as possible, but then yeah. Uh, Anyway, in 46, it says, it reads, Then they reached Jericho, and as Jesus and his disciples left town, a large crowd followed him. A blind man named Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, was sitting beside the road. When Bartimaeus heard that Jesus of Nazareth was nearby, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me! Be quiet! Many of the people yelled at him, but he only shouted louder, Son of David, have mercy on me. When Jesus heard him, he stopped and said, Tell him to come here. So they called the blind man. Cheer up, they said. Come on, he's calling you. But Emmaus threw aside his coat, jumped up, and came to Jesus. 51. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked. My rabbi, the blind man said, I want to see. And Jesus said to him, go, for your faith has healed you. Instantly, the man could see, and he followed Jesus down the road. Bartimaeus, a blind man whose sight is restored. Yes, amen. Great story. But that's not the part I want us to focus on today. If we go back to the verse 50, it says, Bartimaeus threw aside his coat. He wore a coat, a certain coat. That was his identity. Bartimaeus identified... uh, was identified as a beggar because of the coat he wore and how he used it. In those days, a beggar used their coat during the day by laying it on the ground to collect money. And at night, of course, it was to keep them warm. His coat was his identity, the identity of a beggar. See, I'm old school. I have paper. Ant, Ant likes those devices. But yeah, no, thank you. Um, now, it brings me back to these coats that I'm wearing. And I'm not quite sure. Remember, if you heard me, I don't like sweat. So I'm wearing these things and I'm like sweating right now. It's like I have a, no, we're, I'm a lady. So we're going to go back to what I was talking about. Uh, <laughs> but I'm telling you, I'm I'm thinking if you're wearing these spiritual Coats of excess, I don't know why we do it to ourselves, because they are heavy. So, I wore these coats for a very long time. They became my identity. They became the excess I carried. And I tell you, like I said, they are heavy. Like, I can't even lift my hand. Um, so, let me explain. Thief, the first coat. I would steal from my family growing up. Um, just to basically look cool in front of the friends that I used to hang out with when I was growing up. So, you know, people think, oh, that's not really bad. But for me, yes, it was coming from a Pacific Island family. Um, The second coat was a liar. It's a big one because it it was a big thing for me. For you, it could mean something else. It could be something else. But these are the four that I carried heavily for a long time. Liar was the second one. I would lie so much to people growing up that even I started to believe my own lies. You know, so that was quite hard when people would say, actually, no, you never went there or you didn't do that. So it was a huge thing. Um, The third coat was the coat of shame. And like I said, everybody carries shame in a different way. But for me, um, and like I said, it's my testimony. So at a very young age, I was sexually abused. Um, Not knowing right from wrong, I, I told my friends and one of them actually said, no, 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 that's a bad thing. But when... You're like me, a Pacific Islander, and you don't know. Like, you, It doesn't matter what island you come from or where you come from. It's the fact that you didn't know right from wrong, and then your friends start nitpicking at you because, oh, that's a bad thing. So you've done a bad thing. So you can understand where the shame came from. So that was a huge one on me. Um, but the last one that um, I guess broke me, I guess it was, at the time, at the time. I am set free now. But at the time, um, murderer. You say, well, did she go out and murder somebody? Um, no, but I actually think it's worse than that. Um, so you've got to understand that I was young, very young at the time. Um, I got pregnant when I was young. Um, and just to clarify, Pastor Antz was not in the picture at this time. So, yeah, Pastor Anse was not in the picture. Um, so when I was young, and I wasn't even a Christian yet, um yeah, I, I fell pregnant. Um, but there's this word um, that in our Pacific Island culture, you do not say this word, or you don't even think the word, Half of us probably didn't even know how to say the word um, but like um it was a taboo word, and I just want to give you the meaning of taboo um, taboo meaning is uh, means sorry um, a social or religious custom prohibiting or restricting a particular practice or forbidding association with a particular person, place, or thing, so basically. I didn't have anyone to talk to because I couldn't talk to anybody. Um, And as a Pacific Islander, this word, like I said, was taboo. Um, Even in church, we actually fight against this. Um, But again, at a young age, I became a murderer. I, again, had no one to talk to because I was already wearing the coat of shame So now you can understand why I carried this for a very long time. All these things. I mean, there was more, but these were the four that stood out the most. Um, So my friends were judging me. Um, The boyfriend at the time didn't want anything to do with the child. Um, So where to from there? Um, I went to family planning. So back then there was a clinic called family planning, um, where they told me abortion. So that's the taboo word that I'm talking about, is abortion was the only, the only option. Like, they never gave me anything else. That was the only option that I had right there and then. So that day I became a murderer. Um, but like I said, um, I didn't do it once. I actually murdered twice. Like some of you are like, what? Wouldn't it have been hard the first time you did it? Yep, it was. But, um, nope. Funny thing was, I was, um, the second time was, uh, I was actually a Christian. But you've got to remember that I, I, here I was a new Christian. I was just new in the faith, um, but the thing I didn't have was a loving, amazing church family like I do have now. So then, even though I was a Christian, I didn't have the support that I needed. Um, so not once, but twice as a murderer. Um, I know, I know where they are. I know they're in heaven waiting for me, and I praise God for that. But at the time, in the moment, there was only one, oh, a handful, a handful of people um, that, 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 that knew um, that I had done it, and it was the boyfriend, uh, the nurse at the clinic, uh, the doctor who did the procedure, And um, I said to myself, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> the taxi driver. <clears throat> the taxi driver who drove me to the hospital and back home again. So, yeah. Whoops. Look, I'm falling. The coats are falling already. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, Chains are broken. Um, but, <laughs> uh, But, yeah. So these coats have been a burden, excess Um, for a very long time. It's been wrapped around me just so tightly all these years because the enemy will continue to remind us about our past. You know, he's, he's good like that. But I want you to know that today there is a better way. To give hope is a powerful thing. And that's what I want you to know about this, is to give hope to somebody, anybody, is a powerful tool. So Bartimaeus didn't let his coat define who he was. And again, verse 50, it says that Bartimaeus threw aside his coat. You've got a choice today to get rid of the excess and reveal the real you. God said to cast our burdens unto him. So let's do this. Your mess is excess. So today, now I can throw it away. Um, If I can get it off. The first coat. I am no longer a thief. That is not who I am. I am no longer a liar. That is not who I am. I am no longer ashamed. No more, (laughs) because Jesus has set me free. And the very last, if I can get it off because it's are so sticky now. <laughs> help. Yeah. Is, see, this is where help. Better together, people. Um, I am no longer a murderer. Jesus has set me free. Hallelujah. I am a mess. But I want you to know that, yes, we are all a mess. But you are a beautiful mess. <laughs> and You don't have to hide anymore because Jesus wants your mess. He says, yes, I want your mess. Um, So uh, a couple of years ago, I was given a um, card from um, a woman's event that I had gone to. And it's called the You Say, God Says card. And so uh, I wanted to read it to you. So it goes like this. You say. I'm too tired, but God says, I will give you rest. You say, nobody loves me, but God says, I love you. You say, I can't forgive myself, but God says, I forgive you. You say, I feel all alone. But God says, I will never leave you. And then you say, but I'm afraid. God says, I have not given you a spirit of fear. So I challenge you today to take off the coats of the past. Like I said, wearing all these coats is so heavy. Why do we do it to ourselves? You know, today's the day for breakthrough. Reveal the real you. We are all similar in some way. We all have a past. There will be people that God will bring your way and your testimony will set them free because your mess is excess. Amen. So let's pray for breakthrough. Hallelujah.